I'm Dr. Sterling. I'm a board-certified OBGYN and mom. Welcome to the Becoming Moms podcast, where I give you the step-by-step to optimizing your physical and emotional wellness in pregnancy so you can create a nourishing environment for your baby, your family, and yourself. The information shared in this podcast is intended for general education purposes only and is not a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or another qualified health provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. Never disregard professional medical advice or delay in seeking it because of something you heard in this podcast. All right, lovelies, let's dive in to this week's episode. If you are having a difficult time in pregnancy, this episode is for you. So I just, I want you to sit back. I want you to take a deep breath and open yourself up to the messages that I want you to receive in this episode. Pregnancy can be really, really hard. I know this personally. I know this professionally. And what oftentimes we see out in the world is pregnancy portrayed as a really happy and blissful time. People will talk about, you know, some of the discomforts um, and, you know, feeling really big at the end of pregnancy and like you can't move people are kind of comfortable with that type of pregnancy difficulty you know they're running to help you open the door and everything but when it comes to the especially some of the early pregnancy symptoms those symptoms that aren't visible right the the headaches the reflux the nausea the insomnia uh (laughs) those symptoms that other people cannot see with their eyes. Uh, People don't have as much awareness um, of those symptoms and how not just physically debilitating they can be, but really emotionally taxing. Um, the emotional tax of, of those symptoms. And not just, you know, okay, you have a, a symptom for a day. Most people can emotionally deal with a symptom for a day. But what happens when it's weeks and months of your life dealing with these same symptoms or different symptoms and just not feeling yourself, not feeling at home in your body and feeling awful and miserable it gets to you on such a deeper level than, oh, this is hard. It really, um, it's very emotionally overwhelming uh, to not feel at home in your body. If you are, uh, if you have any other chronic medical conditions, um, you, you may have had some insight into what it's like to feel like a prisoner in your own body. Uh, before. Um, This might not be entirely new to you. If you have otherwise been healthy in your life, the experience of pregnancy and not being able to escape the symptoms for weeks to months may feel quite miserable and overwhelming. And so what I hope to do right now is 
let you know that uh, you aren't exaggerating these symptoms. You are not uh, being lazy or just not trying hard enough, okay? This is the reality of pregnancy. Unfortunately, it's a reality that is not shared enough. Um, and people don't have uh, the compassion that they should for this symptom. Um, but I just because other people may not be compassionate towards what you're going through, I want you to hear me loud and clear right now. It doesn't mean that you don't deserve compassion. It's a them problem. They're not able, either they're not able to empathize, they just are not very good at that skill, or they've got some other shit going on with themselves. I see this, um, this lack of empathy sometimes in my colleagues, other OBGYNs. And what I've heard from them is, um, you know, as an OBGYN, when you are working through a pregnancy, it is, I've done it. <laughs> it sucks. Okay. I'm, I'm getting tears in my eyes just thinking about it. When you feel nauseous and fatigued and just miserable, but you still have to work 24-hour shifts and you still have to, you have people's lives in your hands, not just their lives, but, you know, they are looking to you for emotional support through some of, you know, sometimes OB can be happy, but what people don't realize, it can also be really, really challenging. And there's a lot of unhappy things that happen when you are working through that and you still, you still have to show up, you know? Um, you, for some people that then makes them when another pregnant person comes to them, they're, you know, when they're, they're, they're not in it anymore. And another, sorry, I'm pulling out a tissue here because I'm getting a little emotional. Another person comes to them complaining about a symptom. Some have even less compassion because they think, uh, okay, I did that while I was also doing 24-hour shifts and dealing with life-threatening emergencies. So, like, don't complain to me. I've heard that, um, unfortunately, from some of my colleagues. And uh, it happens. That that response happens um, from people in my profession. But I, I want to say that um, I've done both, okay? I have done the pregnant OBGYN thing. And I have done the um, pregnant, I'm an OBGYN still, but I'm not working those hours. I'm in that situation. And they're both hard. Okay. I don't know how I did what I did with my first pregnancy. I can't fathom it. But that doesn't mean that just because I've gone through that, that now I'm like, oh, this is a piece of cake. No. Um, you know, when I'm recording this right now, I am pregnant and I am still struggling. I am still ending some of the days in tears because I'm so overwhelmed with feeling like crap for so many months. And, uh, you know, sometimes you just got to cry, <laughs> feel bad for yourself. And it's okay to feel your feelings. So I just want to say that there are people that will minimize your symptoms until you just wait until the baby comes or just wait till you're in your third trimester or just, you know, this minimization is just, it's not an accurate representation of the compassion that you deserve and of your reality. Okay. Um, this is just, just how human beings are. Some people go through difficult things and it makes them 
less compassionate to people who are going through something similar because it's not as bad as what they experienced, right? And some people are, it makes them more compassionate and uh, understand that human nature is complex and it's really easy to, if you bring a symptom to a friend, to a partner, to an OB, and they kind of brush it off or minimize it, it's really easy to internalize uh, those messages And this is why this episode exists, because I just want to tell you your feelings are valid. Your struggle, the fact that you're struggling because this pregnancy is hard, is very real, appropriate, and valid. You're not doing something wrong. And sometimes, even with all of the medications, you know, all of the, the, oh, I'm going to eat this, I'm going to do it this way. Sometimes you can do all of those things, and your symptom doesn't resolve there might not be a solution. I, I tell you that because I want you to know that the fact that you are having a difficult time isn't because you aren't trying hard enough, okay? Um, there is always hope that some a, a different way of going about things may help you feel better. I don't want to take away your hope. Many people find relief from their symptoms after trying dif- multiple things. But if you are also exhausted from just trying to feel better, I want to give you permission <laughs> to sometimes just like embrace the suck and be like, yeah, this is this is it right now. And the extra energy expended trying to combat this symptom. Um, assuming, of course, that this is a that these are symptoms that your OB provider is deemed are not dangerous or serious and in need of a medical attention. Okay, let's pause here because I want to share a free resource with you. If you are pregnant or trying to conceive, you probably want to make sure you're doing everything right. And of course you do. It's your baby and you care deeply. Problem is, there's so much information and opinion about what you should and shouldn't do, and many find themselves overwhelmed trying to sort through all the information. Information overwhelm is real and adds a lot of unnecessary and unhealthy stress to your pregnancy. Is this sounding familiar to you? I know how important it is to you to get everything right in pregnancy. This is why I created a completely free class to help you reduce stress and optimize your wellness in pregnancy. It's called Four Ways to Make Your Pregnancy Easier and Healthier. Head over to thebestpregnancyclass.com to reserve your free seat and be sure to show up to the live session because I'm sharing my beloved pregnancy sleep guide and we have a chance to enter our raffle. Don't miss this free class. Head over to thebestpregnancyclass.com. All right, lovelies, let's dive back into the episode. Yeah, uh, pregnancy can be really hard. Um, It's hard to understand the emotional toll of uh, feeling so bad for so many months. It does eventually. (laughs) You will... Uh, get back to yourself. Uh, the timing is so different for everybody. You know, um, some people it's really not until after birth. A lot of people they will have these t- these days, hours, weeks, sometimes even months, where they actually feel pretty good in pregnancy. And what I think is, I I personally find that it's really helpful to always to always remain. Um, I shouldn't say always, 
I remain hopeful that tomorrow could be a different day. And maybe that will help you too, um, to knowing, to know that sometimes symptoms just resolve and, uh, sometimes they come back too. <laughs> sometimes you'll have a good day and then you'll have a not so good day, but, um, you are really doing incredible work. And if you did nothing else, this pregnancy, nothing, you just, you, you existed. And at the end, you created a human being that would be enough. Okay. Um, it's, it's enough to just be pregnant, you know? Um, and yeah, you are, you are doing a lot. I hope to get out the message to the greater world that pregnancy can be really difficult and just because some people have these easy breezy pregnancies doesn't mean that the people who are having difficult ones did something wrong um, or aren't as good at being pregnant. You know, um, some people's bodies just, I don't listen <laughs> as much as I understand about the human body. Do I understand why some people can go an entire pregnancy and have so few symptoms that they don't even realize they're pregnant? I do not. I don't understand how how can one person be so miserable and another person be just love it, right? You know, that's just that's the re- human beings are very different um, and complex. And some people, even themselves, between different pregnancies, have entirely different experiences. They have a terrible pregnancy and then a great pregnancy, and you just never know. So, uh, this episode, the purpose of this is just to validate that um, you are you're doing you're doing it. It's okay to be in survival mode. It's okay to drastically cut down what you expect of yourself. Um, it's okay to cut down expectations of yourself to the bare minimum. I am going to, you know, uh, put food in my mouth and uh, go to the bathroom you know that that is for some people that is the honestly even putting food in their mouth is is a struggle so uh i love you one day you will get back to yourself you're not really going to get back to you're going to be you're going to be getting to a new self but your body won't always feel like uh, you can't escape this pregnancy experience. Um, and maybe that will be tomorrow for you. Um, or maybe it'll be next week or a month from now. You just never know. Those good days can pop up out of nowhere. And what I will say is if you find yourself having a good hour or a good day, don't rush to, oh, I got to get all this stuff done. Certainly you need to get things done. That's you do you, you listen to yourself and you do you, but also spend some time just, uh, you know, being with yourself and, uh, being present in a reality in which you don't feel miserable for a bit <laughs> and soak it in. Um, cause sometimes we get good hours where we actually, some, what happens to me oftentimes is I'll get that good hour and I won't notice until it's gone. And so I try to stay mindful of when I'm feeling okay. And I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, here you are. I, I'm listening to a song and it sounds really good. And I'm feeling really 
light right now and not bogged down by the miserable feelings and just sitting in it and kind of relishing it. Um, that's always really helpful. It gives me a lot of energy actually um, to keep going and reminds me I, you know, later today I could feel great. Um, but yeah, I, uh, I'm sorry that you're having a tough time. I have been there currently, <laughs> currently am there. Um, you aren't exaggerating. You're not lazy. Uh, you can be miserable and hate pregnancy and still be grateful to be pregnant and love your children. I mean, I cannot tell you how many times I just cursed my pregnancies with my two kiddos and none of that has impacted uh, long-term how I feel about them. I mean, it's just, they're in two separate things, you know? So um, there is hope. That's my message. There is hope. Your feelings are valid and uh, you deserve compassion. All right, my dear, until next time. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Becoming Moms. If you are serious about optimizing the wellness of your pregnancy, then you definitely need to get your hands on my free guide, Self-Care Rituals for Pregnancy. This guide is filled with my favorite stress busters and wellness boosters for pregnancy. And along with the guide, I'm going to send you a short email series with my favorite tips for optimizing your pregnancy wellness. To get your hands on this free guide, head over to the Sterling Life dot com slash pregnancy self care. All right, lovelies until next time.